If you're on there, mate, maybe 40,000. Yeah, 10,000 this. Okay, we're live. Welcome everybody to Wembley. Um, a stellar night of boxing. Lawrence Cody wins the WBO Cruiserweight World title. Um, I'm here with Derek Chisora. We'll be speaking to a few people over the next half an hour. What a performance from Lawrence Cody that was. Oh, mate, great performance, man. He, he boxed different this time because he uses long jab. And he was very patient and then when he got the, the shot he was taking the bigger power shots as well delivering the power shots so it was a great fight i enjoyed it did you think it was possible for him to make it that easy against someone with the experience of, of blavatsky yeah because you know most people look at lawrence and they're like yeah when i get in i'm gonna do this and do this but when he when you get in there with him and then he pumps his jab out and or sometimes he catches you with that right hand and then you go in your shell because you don't want to fight anymore because you're just like oh man i don't want to get hit again and but you know, 12 round fight, boy, you're gonna get heat again. Absolutely. Um, he's, he's taken a lot of criticism over the years, but you have to give credit to someone that's able to take the criticism on board to make the adjustments, but not let that criticism get to their heart. And when you compare that to the Matty Askin fight on the AJ Povetkin undercard, that is some that is some adjustment he's made in the last two or three years. Listen, um, you know, he's like, when he had headlined that show in, in O2 Arena a couple of years ago, and he, to be honest, he's my boy, he stank up the place. You know, oh, Isaac Chamberlain. Yeah, Isaac yeah. Chamberlain. We, it was built up as a hype fight. Didn't really go the right way. He stank up the joint. That was, I think that was his bad performance. He might have won the fight, but that was his bad performance. But after that, I think he started adjusting his, his stuff. You know, he got a new trainer. He started mm. working on certain things. And then when he got Shane McGuigan, I saw the style he was doing. I was like, that's the right style you should be doing. You know, keep it long and just keep jabbing. And you see the shot coming afterwards. But now... He's done, he's done it. A very good night for all of Shane McGuigan's fighters tonight. Three wins out of three. I saw you having a word with Chris Billingsmith. He got into a bit of a dog fight, but was, was dominant. What were you saying to Chris? I, I go to him, man. You need to move your head. I like, you only got two, two or three fights left in you if, you don't, if your head keeps standing there. He's got on the truth. I was like, listen, mate. You, I get you're a big guy, but you can't get hit by these guys and not move your head. You know, you see a punch come out, don't I'll take it, boom. You know, after a while, it, become, it takes off on you. I was like, if you don't move your head, he's not going to make it all the way, to be honest. But he needs to move his head. And he knows that? I told him. I was like, that's what you need to do. Mm. Move your head, yeah. Okay. Um, big night for you in a few weeks' time. May the 1st, Joseph Parker, someone you've wanted to step in with and test yourself against for a while? Yes, big night for me. You know, um, you know give a shout-out to Metrum, you know, for keeping this boxing alive for us during this corona pandemic season. But... You know, it's going well, very well. Uh, training for me is great. You know, the last time I was in Wembley, I boxed Usyk. You know, it didn't really go my way, but it was a great fight. Um, so, you know, we've got Joseph Parker again on the books, and it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, how does it go? Oh, going to go very well. It's going to be an amazing fight. Bring the heat as always? <laughs> you know me, man. I, that's the only thing I can bring. I can't bring anything else, man. Do we um do we know much about locations and stuff? Uh, uh locations, I think uh no idea. Well you can't say it. I, I I don't even know where it is. I guess and it could change as well. It could change. You know this is the problem with this corona season now. You know, things change. You know, you can be say we're going on a date on this day and then suddenly Boris Joshin comes out and say, Oh, we're going in lockdown tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. But the fight is happening May 1st, 100%. Okay. Um, can you just give me uh, your thoughts on uh, the fight next weekend? Dylan White, Alexander Povetkin, go at it again. Um, what does Dylan need to do to be successful next weekend? I think uh, Dylan is just keep doing what he was doing, training all the way, you know, resting in, right? Um, 
And then when it gets in the ring, don't fight the demons. You know, just do what you need to do, what your coaches have told you to do. And let's go with that plan. Okay. You know, and uh, I think Dylan will win it. You know, uh, he should win it, but it's going to be a good fight. I know Alexander's going to bring a good fight. You know, yes, he's going to come off the canvas a couple of times, you know, but it's boxing now. It is boxing indeed. Listen, Dale, um, great to speak to you. Thanks for coming. Thank on you the very show. much. Thank you and, very uh, much. And all the best for, for the first of May. Oh, thank you, sir. But that is it. Right, so we are now going to try and get hold of Eddie. Is Eddie around? I think Eddie's around, but I'm on my own at the moment. Anyone else want to jump in and have a chat? Rob Tebbett, do you want to come and have a chat with me? Oh, sorry, I stole him off you. Well, I can't stand here on my own and chat forever because the viewers at home want something and they're not going to tune in unless uh, we've got someone interesting to talk to. Callum Best, would you like to come and have a quick chat with us? Come and have a quick chat with us. That's not bad. That's not bad for one minute's notice. Callum Best. You know. Callum, Chris, I'm nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Yeah, thanks very much. Sorry to take your time. So, um, who did you come here to watch tonight? Anthony. Oh, do you want to grab a mic for us? Anthony Fowler? Yeah, I came down to watch Fowler. i um, been a friend of mine for a while, so I came to support. It's crazy watching this boxing when there's supposed to be just thousands of people. Che here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Tell the viewers Sorry, what bro. kind of bet you had on. Oh, I had Fowler in the fourth round. No. Oh, so when the third go went, I was just screwing. Uh. But these things happen, you know what I mean? But I had uh, Lawrence to win as well. But I think it was incredible. Both those boys put on an incredible performance. I'm also down supporting Derek, as you can see, because this yeah. fight's coming up. I think that's going to be a pretty special one as well. So good man. happy to be here. Yeah, good to see you here. How's life, Gemini? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. You know, it's uh, doing all we can to stay fit, stay active, and stay healthy during this stuff. But... I was a real honor, so I just took over for a minute, if you don't mind, mate. <laughs> no, I'm Get not, in. I'm telling you. Come and take the place. But for me, it was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for, to Matram for having me down, Eddie as well. Um, strange environment, but re a really special one. Being able to see all that quite personally and hear it all was a really special thing for me, so I hope to come back when the, the crowds are back in and everything like that. So. Look forward to having you back. Good man, Thanks pleasure. Thanks for dropping in and filling the space. Yeah, mate, no worries, Super sub, mate. Callum Best. I didn't want to follow Where'd in Callum. <laughs> Normally, I look quite handsome coming on here, and then I'm following him. I've had a mouth, little boy. See you soon, big man. Cheers, Del. See you again. Thanks very much. Where have you yeah, been? The old after show. Do you know what I was trying to do? I was trying to do my social media responsibilities alive with JD. Yeah. Shout out to JD, because I couldn't even get on the live. You know, no disrespect to Wembley, but probably we're playing all this dough. Because the Wi-Fi is up the wall. Well, that's probably because we're on it. That's yeah, why. Probably, yeah, probably, actually. No, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Okay, so right, where do we start? We'll start at the top, shall yeah. we? Lawrence Okoli. Wow. I mean, I, I saw your post-fight yeah. interview backstage. C couldn't have really done anything mm. better tonight. So good, so good, and, you know, we always knew he had power, but you kind of wonder whether he has the fundamentals mm. to deal with. And you can't say that Glavatsky is not an elite cruiserweight. I mean, you know, he's a two-time world champion. He's 100% top five cruiserweight in the world. And he absolutely, it wasn't just, didn't just beat him. He schooled him. He beat him up. He knocked him out. He did absolutely everything. And you start looking at it. Tony Bell, you just came backstage then and said... I Couldn't don't know who beats him. No, but I don't yeah. know who beats him. You know, we, we were going through the champions. I Go said about Makabu. You know, he said, you know, Makabu's dangerous. He comes underneath. He said, but he actually thinks, and we came off the interview, and Lawrence Okoli said, I want Bradis. Yeah. And Shane McGuigan said, get us Bradis. And I said, well, you know, like, there's Makabu and there's Goulamar. And they went, no, no, get us Bradis. Mm. Like, we believe we can beat Bradis. The other two are dangerous as well. Yeah. He's the one we're going to get the credit for. He's not going to be around at Cruiserweight forever. Let's fight him next. I'm like, 
Well, Dar right. Darren and I went out to do the, the, the Breeders' Daughter Cost fight in Munich, and I thought Daughter Cost was actually very, very flat. Mm. And looking at how Akoli boxed tonight, if he'd have boxed like that against Breeders, that would have been a very, very competitive fight. Mm. I agree. I mean, I just think he's had, he's had 16 fights yeah. now, right? Yeah. So you've gone from proving tonight you're a world-class cruiserweight to fighting the, the number one in the division next. Bit too far? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, I love it, and I'm sure everyone at home loves it as well. It's just a case of saying, well, you know, I said to Shane, wouldn't we be better off just boxing off the other champions and, you know, picking up the three belts? But sooner or later, you know, he is going to vacate uh, the title. And I, I believe that Bradis has actually pretty much already made the decision to go up to heavyweight. I know Callis Allen told me, but I saw Callis Allen's tweet saying, let's do it. So, listen, if they fancy the fight, we can discuss it. That was a hell of a statement tonight. And most people say, oh, don't get carried away, you know, Glavatsky's at the end, the back end of his career. It was pretty comprehensive, you know, I mean, it was an absolute battering. And uh, we always knew he had power, but tonight we saw the feet, we saw the jab, we saw the movement, we saw the intelligence, the ring craft, the work on the, how many clinches were there? Four clinches in yeah. six rounds, something yeah. like that, you know. And, and when they were in a clinch, Lawrence actually looked like he didn't want to be in a clinch. Mm. It was Glavatsky who was trying to get in there with his head, so super impressed super impressed and i guess super impressed with, with all the olympians tonight just all kind of stepped up and, and showing that that development that you, you have to go through and that apprenticeship you have to go through as a professional comes to a head at some point where you stop being a contender and a prospect and everything else and actually you have a, a coming out night for anthony fowler mm. a, a career best performance for yeah, him as well and this is where it starts getting really exciting you know for lawrence you sort of go through those early fights and you're sort of knocking people over and you bring over an international opponent and you think, I can have, I've just paid for that, you know, and then you, but you get to a stage where they, they take the challenge. For Josh Kelly recently, he took the challenge and didn't overcome it. Mm. Fowler, don't forget, lost to Scott Fitzgerald, but the way he's come back, you know, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, Fowler, but he's my cup of tea because he works his nuts off. You know, he lives the sport, he lives the life, doesn't, drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't party, doesn't balloon outside of weights. He listens to Shane McGuigan. He gives it absolutely everything. And again, like Lawrence, we know that Fowler's strong. We know that he's got a solid chin. But he actually showed great feet tonight against mm. an opponent who was dangerous and actually buzzed him in the second round as well, but was fast and was moving in and out of range. But Fowler sort of matched him in that. I think four or five fights ago, I think he would have struggled against that style. And I thought it was really, really impressive the way he was composed, great finish. And, you know, I know we keep talking about the Scott Fitzgerald fight, and we do want that fight, but he's the one, Fowler, who is staying dedicated. He's the one who's saying, look, I'm just, I'm, I'm all in for the big fights. I'm 30 years of age. I feel like I'm in my absolute prime now. Give them to me. And if that's Fitzgerald, brilliant. But if it's not, give me Sergio Garcia. You need to be give able to rely on Fitzgerald You do, for that. yeah. And look, Scott's coming back. Looks like May the 1st card, he'll be back. And we want to get him back. Okay. And, you know, but Fowler can't wait around for that fight. And he no. shouldn't have to. If so, let Fowler fight Sergio Garcia for the European title. Yep. And then defend it against Fitz later in the year. Do you know what I mean? He can't base his career around Scott Fitzgerald. But he does want to avenge that defeat. For Joe Caldina, I thought it was good to get the rounds. You know, I think it was a good performance. I think he got a little bit sloppy in there at times because he, he didn't really fear the danger mm. um, of Kurbanov. How you get 96-96, I do not know. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I do know that Korbanov had a couple of rounds where he had success, but my goodness, to score that five rounds apiece, I don't know what that, Steve, was it Steve Gray, I think, who is a good judge, good referee, but anyway, that's another conversation. Um, At least he got his hand raised, it was but, the right winner. Yeah, and, but Joe Caldina now, he's next, mm. right? And Fowler's next as well. Fowler did actually take 
the 50-50 earlier in his career against Fitz, although most people had him a big favourite in that fight. Now it's time for Joe Caldina. You know, he took a, a good step up against Tinoco. Tonight was coming back from injury and inactivity. Next is the real step up for Joe Caldina. Because that little cycle of Olympians, it's time for them now. Mm. Boats is next as well. You know, the quick yeah. fight with Virgil Hunter, straight in the deep end. Time to find out. Because guess what? The next cycle's coming through now. So, you know, you can't wait forever because I was listening to the commentary. You know, Lawrence Fowler's 30 and Joe Caldina's 28. And they were like, young, they were young. Uh, yeah, I know. Weeks ago, yeah. But there's kids coming through. Yeah. You look at Haney and Lopez and Ryan Garcia, 21, mm. 22, 20. Mm. Like, 28, 29, you've got to be going. And we've got some good Olympians on our squad as well. People will know about that after after Tokyo. I know you and you and Barry saw Boazzi at, at Rio and went, mm. wow, this kid can really yeah. fight. And then suddenly you look at the others and you know that's the next wave coming through. Well, that's that's happening in four months' time. Yeah, exactly. And that will be the next lot who we build up. We give all the opportunities to to progress and to achieve and to box all around the world. And then, once again, the most important thing is sling them in when the time is right and find out. And tonight we slung one in, in Lawrence Acoli. And, excuse my language, but fuck me, did he swim? Mm. You know, he really did, didn't he? Mm. I mean, he was he was outstanding. Um, let's talk about the girls. Um, yeah. Two potential rivals for the future. Ellie Scottney, Ramla Ali, both very, very good, comprehensive wins. Yeah, I mean, Ramla was giving away a lot of weight today. I mean, you wouldn't have seen it on the scales yes. because she had her clothes on and she drank some water to get up there. But she was really giving away probably five or six pounds to Beck Connolly. Um, I thought it was a really good disciplined performance. Nearly stopped her in the third or fourth round. Yep got a cut in the fifth round and just coasted the sixth but good performance the perfect fight for her actually you know to to learn and improve ellie scottney i thought boxed well i thought the opponent was great i mean solid sixth round come end of the bell not even breathing no. you know and came forward all night i think ellie won't be over the moon with her performance if i'm honest because it was a little bit scrappy but you've got to have fights like that you know, they can't just be all easy fights that go your own way every time and if we want to move ellie scottney quickly then we should be looking to ha give her those kind of fights, give her eight rounds now and get her into a championship fight. But that division, Ramler Ali, Ellie Scottney, Shannon Courtney, uh, Ebony Bridges. Bridges, Rachel Ball, Lisa Whiteside, you know, it's a great little mix of, of domestic hey, well, fights. I'm glad you mentioned Lisa Whiteside. By the way, Amy Timlin, Carly Skelly as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, look, Sam Jones is driving me mad about, about Lisa fight, Whiteside. Mate. I know, she of course she can, but yeah. let's get her in. You know, let's get her in with all those girls. I mean, you, well, every now and again you find a good opponent, like Gangloff, actually, or you would say Ramla Ali against Gangloff, mm. you know, and, and you just, because you've got to give those fighters an opportunity to learn, and there's not many opponents in that division that you can bring over, and, and Gangloff was one of them, yeah. but you'd say, cool, she's done her job tonight, you know, she come and she did not stop, so, you know, I think Ebony Bridges, Shannon Courtney, you know, that's going to be a world title fight, and the winner of that is going to be looking to face one of the girls that we just mentioned. Wow. Um, so three from three from McGuigan's gym, Chris Bill and Smith as well. Good fight. Uh, got got yeah. into a dogfight in that. Mm. But, I mean, he can take a shot, but so could his opponent. Dukov was unbelievable. Wow. I mean, they said coming in, you know, I watched the Pazar fight, you know, who, who yeah, knocked yeah. out Craig Glover. Craig Glover yeah. He fought Price, and they're both hurt in that fight. And you watch the Igorov fight. I mean, he took a lot of hammer in those fights, and mm. it looked like he was done, and he just came back. But that's the perfect kind of fight where he can leave the arena tonight, Chris Billum-Smith, and say, okay, I'm pleased with my performance, but I don't really need any other fights now, do I? No. Let's make the Tommy McCarthy fight. I think that's a really good fight for the European title for Chris Billum-Smith. Um, 
And then Reactpour potentially after Yeah, that? I mean, look, Reactpour is, is there. I, I want to try and move Reactpour into world title contention with the WBA. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd love to get him in with Goulamarin or one of these kind of guys, give him a shot. I mean, imagine if he could pick up a world title as and well. And that with, could be the Lawrence. unification. Fantastic. Yeah. But Richards is in a little bit of limbo at the moment. He's joined up with Angel. You know, he kind of needs a fight under Angel to, to bed himself in, but he's vacated the British title to move on to World Honours and... You know, and, and again, and he's fought Tommy McCarthy already. Mm. And he's beaten him mm. easily. So you kind of feel like I want to push him forward into interim titles or world title eliminators. Mm. Um, but it'd be, good, it'd be good to see him out and, and see what he's got then in a few days' time. Absolutely. Um, so to Gibraltar then. So yes, we're all quarantined Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, onto the Madness. plane. All on the same plane? All on the same plane. You're not going private? No, I'm no. not. Oh, mate, I'm going to be up there doing the old exits to the left and all that sort you know, of stuff. No, it's not a lot of space in the economy because you've got quite mate, a lot of there's, there's no space because I booked the plane. <laughs> right? You should see it. It might not even get there, really? to be honest with you. But, <laughs> no, uh, no. No. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a great little trip. I mean, we're all turning up at the hotel on Tuesday. Yep. Everyone gets tested. Yep. Let's hope everyone passes because whoever don't pass ain't getting on the plane. Oh. Right. So we, we head out to the airport Wednesday morning two and a half hours into Gibraltar. We've got to tell Barker he's failed, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, we have. Just yeah. for an hour. I no, will do it. Yeah, that'd we'll get nice. the paperwork. All right. yeah, yeah. Hopefully no one, hopefully he doesn't watch this. Um, so, big, big one for Dillian White. Yes. I, I saw him on the, on the DAZN feed. He was watching yeah. at home. So he will hear us talking about him and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's his mindset like? Have you spoken to him much? I think when a fighter changes his life and, you know, I mean, Dillian White comes from humble beginnings you know I mean he, he didn't really have many opportunities he didn't sign a big pro contract he didn't have an amateur career he was boxing for nothing as you know on some of these small hall shows early in his career for mm. opportunity and I'm not saying he he went soft but I don't think he had the same spite going into the last fight that he had when he boxed AJ or these kind of guys and naturally when your life changes like that and all of a sudden you're financially secure you know you've started achieving things you're a bit of a celebrity I guess it's hard not to soften up a little also, bit. Also, there was one fight he wanted and wanted and wanted. That yeah. was Deontay Wilder, sure. and he was blocked with that. And, and mm. so you can understand that Time after the, time, yeah. he's taking risks against fighters. And But I do think that it was all a bit nicey-nicey. Right. right. And I think he knows that. And I see the spite in him in this camp. Short with people. Probably loses his temper a little bit sometimes. Doesn't want to be around Povetkin at all in the build-up. You know, he's saying, I don't want to be crossing over. Like, I want to take this guy's head off next weekend so be and in Winnebago th Park next yeah, to the uh, yeah no we'll be on a yacht so I think that he knows deep down you can dress it up as how you want this fight but let's be honest if Dillian White loses this fight it is horrific for him mm. in terms of going on and challenging for a world heavyweight title the dream is over isn't it yeah. I mean certainly for another three or four fights yeah. so he must win he can look with confidence at the last fight in many ways and say well I was dominating every round I dropped him twice but at the same time, how confident must Alexander Povetkin be knowing that I've just knocked him out, one shot, and I've got him again? Mm. And I just think it's the most mouth-watering fight where I'm going to be absolutely shitting myself because anything can happen at any time, you know, and Dillian's got the power to end it. One thing's for sure, if Dillian hurts him, he won't let him off the hook this time. You know, he will, and he said that, you know, I'm looking to hurt him and jump all over him and knock him out. 
You know, last time it was calculated, it was smart. Mm. And hindsight's a great thing. Afterwards, if he would have broken down and won, you would have gone, you did exactly the right yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But he must win. He must win. Wow. Well, um, with that, we better get some sleep then. Absolutely. Got a few days. Absolutely. So thanks very much, Ed. No Cheers. worries, mate. Well done. Good some, job. Some Thank good you results. All. Thanks, everybody, who stayed up to tune in. What time is it now? Just after midnight. Sweet. We'll get to bed. Hope you enjoy the action. Lawrence Coley has won the World Cruiserweight title. Fantastic night here from Wembley. We'll see you same time next week in Gibraltar. Take care.